Okay. We have a little technical difficulty with our video this morning, so uh, Melissa, uh, I appreciate you <laughs> reading it if it came out fine, but uh, let us hear the reading of God's Word. We're going to look for a passage in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 28, chapter 11, verse 28 through verse 30, when you hear these words. Jesus says, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the reading of God's word for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pause for a moment of prayer. God, as we hear your word, we ask that the meditations of our hearts the words of my mouth may be acceptable, pleasing to you, God, but that we will be open to the transforming power of your word and of your grace. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I don't think that I have to try to make the argument that the year 2020 has been a rough year. Amen? <laughs> Amen, yes. In fact, I think we will all be very glad to see 2020 in the rearview mirror, right? I mean, this is definitely not the year to ask the question, what next? <laughs> or what can happen next? Or to say, well, it surely can't get any worse than this. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to say that in 2020. 2020 has been a year of just unprecedented challenges. I was looking at some of the litany of the things that have happened this year. It started out with those brush fires that were devastating the land. And then we were dealing with an impending split in our denomination. And we're all wrapped up in that. And then suddenly a worldwide pandemic hit that um, shut down economies and uh, quarantined countries across the world. And we're still dealing with that. We had the crash of the stock market. We've had uh, political gridlock and uh, division. We've had um, social justice uh, issues and unrest in our country that have led to race riots and now protests all across our country to one of the most devastating hurricanes that have ever hit the Gulf Coast. I mean, it's all enough to leave anybody weary, <laughs> disillusioned, stressed out, even filled with despair. I mean, depression. I mean, a lot of people are depressed. And, and you know, 2020... It ain't over yet, <laughs> you know, so just, just hang on. I mean, uh, it, here we are today, weary survivors, perhaps, but we're here, seeking the assurance and the strength that only God can give in times like this. For whatever we're facing, whatever you're dealing with and obstacles you're, and challenges you're facing, we know we have the assurance of God's promise that he is with us. And that he will help us with any obstacles or challenges we're facing. As a pastor, I, I always try to sense and to stay connected to the needs that are going on in our congregation and to what's happening in the world around us. But I'll have to confess that with all the various challenges that people are dealing with uh, due to all the things that have been happening over the course of this year, that has become uh, an overwhelming uh, challenge. <laughs> and at times... An overwhelming burden. I sometimes wonder what it would be like if when we came to worship on Sunday morning, we had to make a list. A list of all the burdens that we're bringing with us to worship. 
sort of like when you go to an airport. I mean, if you've flown on a plane any time recently, you know you just can't simply buy a ticket and get on a plane anymore. I mean, nowadays there's an elaborate system of surveillance and security checkpoints that you have to go through before you even ever get close to a plane. Understandably, in the world that we're living in today, I mean, the authorities, they need to know what is it you're bringing with you on that plane. And so you and everything that you're carrying with you goes through an extreme uh, examination (laughs) as such. And as I found myself thinking about today's time together around the Lord's table and communion, I wondered what it would be like if we had some spiritual counterpart to the security checkpoints and systems that you have when you go to an airport. I wonder what might be discovered if we had some way of discerning what kind of spiritual burdens that people bring with them to the Lord's table today. I'm sure that some people come to the Lord's table bearing burdens of grief in one form or another. I mean, not only have we experienced the loss of loved ones, especially as a result of this pandemic, but there's also the loss of jobs. There's the loss of dreams. There's the loss of how things used to be. So I wonder, I wonder if grief isn't the overwhelming burden that people bring with them to the Lord's table today. Then again, I'm also confident that a spiritual detector would have picked up all kinds of guilt as we come to the Lord's table. For as the Apostle Paul says, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all done those things that we know we should not have done. And we have left undone things that we know we should have done. So we are in all in need of God's grace that is offered at the Lord's table. So maybe, maybe guilt is the burden that most of us bring with us today to the Lord's table. Then again, you know, given the frustration that people have over everything that's been going on over the course of this year, I've sensed a lot of anger, haven't you? There's just a lot of anger in people's hearts today. And it's evident on all sides in relation to many things. There just is a lot of anger going on. You see it in the, the riots that are happening across our country. Some are angry over what they perceive to be uh, unchecked social injustice. Uh, some are angry over what they see going on in the political system and how things are being handled, handled politically. Some are just angry at the whole shape of the universe and uh, you know, at life, at the God that they think is responsible for everything that's going on. There's just all kinds of anger in the atmosphere today. So maybe that's the burden you're bringing. Then again, I don't know about you, but I, I also sense a lot of despair in the conversations I have with people today. I mean, when people look at their future, uh, they don't see optimism, they don't see a, a potential and excitement. Many people see uncertainty. A world that they're not prepared for. They sense hopelessness, even fear. Again, if there was some sort of spiritual surveillance this morning, comparable to what you would go through when you went through an airport, I wonder what you would find. I I feel certain, I have no doubt, that we would probably all set off the alarm with some burden, a burden of grief, of guilt, maybe anger, despair, fear. 
what I want you to hear this morning is that there is good news to be shared. There's good news to recognize today because we are about to come to the Lord's table where we will experience God's great identification that has been made with us and God's great invitation to grace. For this is really what Holy Communion is all about. It is a time to remember that God so loved us that he sent his son Jesus Christ to become one with us, not because we deserved it, or because we needed it. He experienced every aspect of what it means to be human. And he took upon himself all of our grief, all of our guilt and our anger and our despair and our fear, and he paid the ultimate price of love for us on that cross. In the midst of this great identification with us and this great sacrifice of grace, he says words that we've heard this morning. Let's hear them again. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, regardless of what you may bring with you to the Lord's table today, if you will openly acknowledge what you bring, the burdens that you're bearing, and you will offer them and turn them over to Jesus, he says, I will help you to bear them. There's nothing that is unacceptable or too dirty for him to handle. If you will bring your burdens to him, he says he will yoke himself to us. That is, Jesus will get under the load that you're carrying. He will come alongside of you and he will make his strength and his wisdom available to you. He doesn't promise to remove all of our burdens instantly so that everything in life is just like a beautiful rose garden. That's not reality. He promises, rather, to share the burdens that you bear and to walk alongside of you, to help you with whatever it is you're facing. From now on, you don't have to carry those things or face those things alone. For God is there to help you. God is there to assist you, to encourage you, to teach you how to cope, uh, how to change what can be changed, and how to endure the things that can't be changed. He will offer you hope for your grief. He will offer you forgiveness for your guilt. He will offer you constructive outlets for your anger. He will offer you a sense of confidence for your despair. He will offer you peace to replace your fears. When we honestly bring our stuff to God, He promises, I will give you rest. And I will come alongside of you and to help you and join with you in whatever you're facing. And together, we can bring something good out of it. You know, I, I was reminded of a parable that I'm sure many of you have heard. It's a parable about a bird that was in the Garden of Eden. And this bird was very miserable, very frustrated with its plight in life. 
And finally it, it went to God and it complained. And it talked about how all the other animals had arms and they had hands and fingers they could do productive things with, but how it had been burdened with these uh, appendages that did nothing but drag the ground. They were just good for nothing. Then God explained that those uh, strange limbs that were dragging the ground were actually wings. And with them, birds could fly. And suddenly, what seemed to be a burden became a means to mount in the air, in the sky. And I think this is the parable of what happens when we answer Jesus' invitation to bring our burdens to him. For when we yoke ourselves with Jesus, and when we resolve to learn of him, then he can take the things that seem to be um, wearisome burdens and obstacles that we're facing in life, and he can take those things and show us how to use them as a means for moving forward. I mean, I, I think that's really what the rest is that Jesus is talking about in this parable. Jesus doesn't promise that all of our burdens will suddenly be taken away. Rather, he says he will show us how to use them so that we too can mount up with wings like eagles. Run and not be weary. Walk and not grow faint. So what I'm really encouraging you to do today, to hear the invitation to openly and honestly acknowledge what you bring with you today to the Lord's table. And if you'll willingly share that with Jesus, then he will accept whatever it is, no matter how distasteful, no matter how terrible or difficult it may seem. Together, the two of you can make a difference and you can do something about it. It can become something constructive in your life as rather being destructive. So what is it that you bring today with you to the Lord's table? Is it grief? Is it guilt? Is it anger? Is it despair? Fear? Or something else. Whatever it is, Jesus' invitation to you is, come to me. Come to me if you're weary or heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, you, and share with me all that's going on in your life. Together, we can make a better difference. Things can be different when we bring our burdens to Jesus. And that's what you're invited to do today as we prepare to celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion.